It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, here we go on the podcast. I have one big question to ask the audience out there, but specifically Al Dukes. Are we rolling? Oh, hi, Jerry. We are rolling, and I double-checked. Nice. How you doing? Good. I went to the uh, Asbury Park Music and Film Festival this weekend. That sounds fun. Yeah, it actually Did was. See Christopher fun. Lloyd again? Uh, not Christopher Lloyd, but uh, I went to a, a panel where people a storytellers panel where people told stories. Then I went to a women in the industry panel discussion. Jerry, that's right. I'm for women's rights, evidently. Uh, then I went to see Danny DeVito. Which I didn't know what to expect. Am I getting a concert where he sings? Is he doing stand-up? Uh, pretty much some dude interviewed him on stage. Because he's from Asbury Park. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Okay. I saw Michael Fronte concert. I don't know who that is. I saw a little bit of Sublime. Didn't the lead singer die? He's dead, but so they're still really going. Sublime. Well, I don't know about that, Jerry. It said Sublime out on the marquee. And I was in there and I did know those songs. Uh, so that's what I did this weekend. At any point, did you make a left turn and pick up your balls? <laughs> uh, Shelly Sonstein, are you familiar with her? No. She beats us sometimes on Q104. She, <laughs> oh, I she know does who that is. The show with Jim Kerr. Yeah, now that you say that, yes. So she was uh, she was part of this Storytellers. She can talk, that gal. She is um, in radio. She is in radio. She told a story about uh, how she met her uh, husband. Uh, he was a uh, he was the guy in charge of Quick Check quick check advertising and something changed and uh she uh met this guy and it was she and she was interested in him and then he was interested in her and they had a great first date and then uh another guy walked back into her life and she almost ditched quick check john but then he wrote a song for her and it turned it around and now they're married and then he came up and performed the song you missed it, Jerry. What a weekend you had. It's quite a weekend. Thank that you. That sounds awesome. Thank you to my friend Sammy Steinlight for getting me passes for that. You needed passes. You so did. So you didn't pay for it. Uh, well, Gina had a film in the uh, film. Oh, well, that's, why didn't you say that at oh, the beginning? Gina had a film, a short documentary called The Squeeze Box Rocks about the accordion in rock music. Okay. Uh, and pop culture, and uh, so she had passes, but those uh, Danny DeVito event, uh, uh, Sammy got me tickets for. That was extra, Jerry, and I don't like to pay for things. Cheapo. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you do what you got to do. All right. I'm glad you had a nice weekend. And you had a nice weekend as well, I heard. It was fine. It was fine? Good weekend? It was fine. Okay. Yes. Little little guy uh, received his communion Saturday. Oh, is that right? uh, Some baseball on Sunday, so it was all good. So communion is uh, where you first get to have the body of Christ, as they say. Receive your first communion. That makes sense. <laughs> now I see why your sister clear. told you to stay home. 
<laughs> watch the food. <laughs> yes, my sister had me uh, watch the dog and the caterer. <laughs> you were not welcome. I was in not church. welcomed in the church. That's <laughs> that correct. Tremendous. Yes, that was Saturday. <laughs> All right. And then we had the yeah, there was nice. I, we fool around with the weather and everything around yeah. here, and it is awful. But Saturday was almost seventy degrees, and was, for the most part, not too many clouds in the sky, and we were able to have the party outside, which was spectacular. It was actually a lot of fun. So okay. Saturday was good. Friday night I drank way too much. Uh, and then Sunday was baseball. What was your drink of choice when you Don drank? Don Julio. Don Julio. <laughs> With a splash of lemonade. Oh. It was good. That knocked you right out? After four of them, yes. Four of them. Perfect. Yes. And I slept like a baby. Mm. <laughs> and today is uh, the last day before Mike Francesa returns, Jerry. Great. Uh, to the uh, radio station tomorrow. It's going to be very exciting around here. I don't care. I really oh, you don't. don't. Just from the standpoint away. of, and this is not a knock against, and it is not a knock right. against Mike, Chris, Chris, Maggie, Bart, anybody else that's in the afternoon. Got it. I really don't put the radio on after I get home. Aside from maybe running back and forth to do an errand for five minutes, but I'm not one that's in the car much during the day. Mm-hmm. So Mike's back, great. I mean, I feel bad for Carlin, Maggie, and Bart. They didn't lose their job at least. Um, so Mike's back and we're back to where we were. Right. Okay. So be it. All right. That's tomorrow. But yeah. today, Jerry, I have a couple. <clears throat> this first story I have for you is, uh, a terrible story. I giggled because it's so absurd. The descriptions in here. Okay. Now, it, it, it's, uh, it goes against everything I believe in. This man is harming innocent animals, but the way it's written is like, what are you, it is insane. Okay, Orlando. so this, this is not someone slaughtering the animals so we can eat them? No, no. Okay. Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. Police have, have arrested a 34-year-old man named Rocco. Okay. Hey, Rocco! People saw him at the park kicking swans in the head. That's what this says. Maybe okay. he's been kicked in the head a few times. Yeah. Uh, police were called Thursday morning to Orlando's Lake Eola Park, which is known for its swans and swan-shaped paddle boats. Uh, many police officers said they saw Rocco kicking swans, quote, as hard as possible as he appeared to practice karate. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, Loser. I mean, and then listen, it gets worse, Jerry. It gets worse than yeah. kicking swans in the head. <laughs> I mean, holy God. This is the next line. The report also says Rocco kicked a sleeping duck. <laughs> Come on. What a tool this Wake guy up. is. <laughs> what an ass. The Orlando Sentinel oh, is reporting this. Yeah, they told investigators that Rocco appeared to laugh while he was doing this. He was arrested on a cruelty to animal charge and remained in the Orange County Jail. Wow. Good. I love this part of the story. Jail records don't list a lawyer for him. Well, who the hell's gonna? Well, uh, yes, uh, where, where, uh, yes, lawyer. Where do we might we know you from? Oh, I defended the man karate kicking swans in an Orlando park. Oh, yes, uh, it was a good, tremendous. Case. I think he'll get a public defender. Oh my goodness! I hope that guy goes to jail and gets kicked in the head himself. Not gonna call Salino and Barnes. So Salino and Barnes will be like, "Get lost, you karate kicking swans and sleeping ducks." <laughs> And this guy looks like, I don't know if you could see it from there. Jerry. A loser. He just looks like a loser. Yeah. Well, I he mean, looks doing that, there's clearly a few screws loose. He's got crazy in his eyes. Yep. Did you uh, see how they ended up catching the Golden State Killer, Jerry? No. Which I'm fascinated I, with. Well, you told me. 
Well, I told you I didn't have all the details. We had enough. So I told enough you that I was interested in. <laughs> Well, because I gotta be honest. Good luck. I don't give a damn about this story. Good news. Other than you are fascinated. <laughs> good news for you. More details are coming. Um, yeah. So the guy became a suspect when you know if you uh, want to know like Jerry Your family Reco, history. Yeah. Are you uh, Irish? Are you part Scottish? And you swab your cheek and you send it into one of these uh, places, and yeah. they say, "Oh, Jerry, your family is a uh, British or something." So they have all those samples on file, and they were able to have the DNA from the crimes, 40 years of crimes, and uh, they matched it up with uh, people who were close family members of him and then narrowed it down to how old he probably was, and then they picked his garbage and got his DNA. That's how they got him. That is called technology and science. You're welcome for that story, Jerry. Everybody (laughs) out there listening to us in the Bay Area can sleep better tonight. Sleep. He is off the streets. He's off the streets. How many listeners do you think we have in the Bay Area? Bay Area? On our podcast. Good question. More or less 12? In the Bay Area, less than 12. More or less than one? (laughs) I'm going to say we have one man. One man in the San Francisco Bay Area. So you think we have one One. daily listener from California? Uh, Just the Bay Area. Maybe some other parts. But Bay Area, one guy. All right. Oakland, San Francisco, Santa Clara, yeah. that area. Please reach out to Jerry. You know. San Jose. Okay. All right. Please don't reach out to me. Reach out well, to reach Al. out to me, and I'll let, let Jerry know tomorrow the good news. Right. Uh, and we're going to also need your DNA and put it into the system just in case you commit crimes in the future. Uh, I like this story, Jerry. I don't know what town this is from. Let's just assume Florida. Dateline, anywhere, USA, <laughs> yeah. or Florida. So a uh, someone uh, uh, ordered food to go from an Italian restaurant called La Porchetta. She got the food delivered, and the person delivering the food said, Hey, would you mind hitting us up with a Yelp review uh, when you're done? Yeah, I'm bad with that. I don't do the Yelp reviews. I should. So she left a uh, three-star review. Okay. Out of what? Five is Out Yelp? of five. She said she would uh, order from them again, but she commented on the, quote, sorry-looking steak fries that she received. Wasn't thrilled with the steak fries. Probably a little, uh, sometimes when you get moist. Yeah, when you get food to go and they put it in the styrofoam or the plastic. Yeah, it sweats. Yeah, it sweats, and fries never travel well. Correct. So she gave him a three-star review. I probably would order from them again, but these sorry-looking steak fries, uh, I'm going to give you three. So uh, the restaurant uh, manager came knocking at the door. Really? At 10 p.m. Oh, boy. Hello, this is Blank, the manager of La Porchetta. I am outside your door. I want to speak to you about your Yelp review. Oh, it's Northern Virginia. To this point, I think I'd call the, I think I'd call the police. This is what Yesha uh, tweeted. So the night just got weird. My dinner was delivered, and the delivery guy asked me to leave a review. So I left a three-star review because it was mediocre. Why did the manager, MFR just knock on my door at 10 p.m. and then call to say he was outside? WTF. A, no one comes to my house, so to hear someone knocking at 10 p.m. is all types of crazy. B, did he really think I was going to answer the door or even a phone number I didn't recognize? All of this for an average Yelp review. Right. She didn't give you a zero or a one. Well, she went back on Yelp 
and had a, a reference to her brush with this uh, manager. It's now a one-star review because no one deserves this much tro- trouble over a damn burger and soggy fries, she wrote. Oh, boy. I tell you, a, pl- a review like this and yeah. actions like that from yes. the manager could literally put a restaurant out of business. Yes. The La Porchetta. Yes. And if I'm the owner, you've got to fire him today and let everybody know that you're under new management. If you fire him, he may be at your doorstep tonight. But see, that's, there's the risk you run now. Is he crazy? Like, And he knows where you live. Yeah. Boy, I tell you, that is, that is not a good story. Yes. That's something you do. Not smart. I think about that sometimes. When, and I've always, I've never actually had a... Uh, Uber or Lyft ride where I gave a bad review. Yeah, I've, I haven't either. I've been lucky. I've never really had a bad ride though. Either. <clears throat> yeah, me, me neither. But I wonder sometimes uh, if I did, they know they dropped me off at my home. Yeah, they know where you are. Very easy for them to find you again. Yeah, one of the guys this uh, weekend I took a lift to uh, Asbury Park, and uh, legitimately the guy was uh, a little sleepy. Really, a little sleepy. I had that when I went over to the team hotel with Rutgers during the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. I had a driver, and we were on the west side highway swinging around to where it becomes the FDR, I guess. I would swear he almost nodded off. And I started talking to him because I think he was about to fall asleep. That's not good. That is not good. A lot of these guys do work like 14-hour shifts because why the hell not? How about I met a guy, uh, another Uber driver, or he was a Lyft driver. He it was a, a beautiful Subaru he was in, and it had a hundred and forty thousand miles on it. Sure, so what's wrong look, with that? Look brand new. He drives a lot. Yeah, I said, I said, when did you get this car? He goes, said I got it a year ago. It had thirty thousand miles on it. I said, you put a hundred thousand miles on the car? He said, yes. He said, I drive twelve hours a day, six days a week. I believe it. I totally believe it. Incredible. Boy. You talk about running a car into the ground quickly. Yeah. Oh, and the, the car was running smooth. I'm Jerry, sure. Again, I mean, we, we've discussed this before. Sounds like this is a rerun. No, maybe me in the car. We, me and you, usually have discussions oh, about we do. cars and engines, and you, you're very interested in what I think a car and how long a car can run for. Yeah. Like I get the sense if you ever picked up a car that's got a hundred thousand miles on it, you'd poop yourself. Yeah, I couldn't I'm even not, imagine. I'm not this. I can't try this. Meantime, the car's just getting going. Right, it's just warming up. My car's got 210 on it now, I think. Wow. I think 210. I'm at 132. When did you buy your car? Uh, 2012, October of 12. Okay, so I got mine. What is this, 18? So I got mine in December of 13, I believe. I, I, well, I also bought it with 68,000 miles on it. I didn't buy it with nothing. So I guess they're about the same. I bought it with nothing. With nothing. And, Jerry, this is bad news for me and possibly for you as well. All right. Amazon is increasing their Prime membership I saw this. Fee. I'm so tired. Netflix going up. Yeah. Amazon's going up. What the hell? From $99 a year to $119. Now, I remember when I bought mine last year, I even got it. It was they $75. Yeah, like twice a year they put it on sale, and yeah. I, I bought it then. I'm not sure if I'm going to renew. Hmm. I do huh. love it, though. I do too, but Google's got a checkout program now. It's the same thing. Is that right? It's the, I mean, it's no, I shouldn't say that. It's not Google the same it. thing. But here's why it's the same to me. They're partners with Walmart, mm-hmm. Target, and Costco. I mean, they have everything. They do. There's nothing on Amazon. I guess I shouldn't say that. I mean, maybe Amazon has some things that you won't be able to get on the Google checkout program, but it's the same thing. Very similar. And I don't got to pay nothing. Right. So, whatever. All, All right. right. Well, 
That does suck. All right, Jerry, the warm-up program is next. Hey, everybody get ready for the big return of Mike tomorrow. Mike returns tomorrow. I'd love if he'd give this a podcast a pop on his first day. That would be impressive. Yes, that would be something. That Because he's going to have a lot of listeners. And if he could just, I could just get him, catch him in the hallway before he goes on. I'm pretty sure that's great. not going to happen. Might happen, but pro- maybe not. Right. All right, got to go. All right, warm up next. Yep. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Hey, what do you say Monday morning? This portion sponsored by Orkin. Al Dukes, how you be? Oh, hi, Jerry. What's up? Oh, uh, I watched a lot of sports this weekend. Bored, huh? Well, no, I, uh, I was locked in. <laughs> you were locked in. Yeah, the Yankees winning nine in a row. That, that was exciting to me. You're a big baseball guy, Jerry. Uh, tell me this. If this goes against the baseball unwritten really stupid unwritten rules, yeah, baseball unwritten rules. I think it was Friday night where yeah. Didi Gregorius hit a home run uh, in Los Angeles, yes, in the Angels' home park, and then he took a curtain call. The problem with it being an unwritten rule is, yeah. if you're an Angel fan and you have a problem with it, get more fans in your park, or more of your people cheering for your team. Even last night when. Um, when Stanton doubles and then Sanchez hits a mammoth home run to left field, he hit it in a sea of Yankee fans. Like the building at one point, I guess it was when, I forget who, someone on the Yankees did something um, poorly or whatever, and they were booing the Angels. Like, it's really amazing. So is it, yeah, it probably goes against those unwritten rules. But when there are more Yankee fans in the building, deal with it. And then I saw that there were a, a ton of Met fans in San Diego yes, this weekend. A lot of transplanted, but what a nice place to live. Yes. Oh, I was thinking that the whole time oh, I was watching that Padre game. It's unbelievable. There's no clouds. It's 78 degrees. Yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. And even in Anaheim, it's gorgeous. And by the way, we have to see Scott Boris's face behind on plate the whole game. Scott oh. Boris. Yeah. Yeah, the whole time I was there, I think I was like, I could probably root for the Padres and <laughs> live there. How many games would you go to? So if you lived there and it was gorgeous. Am, am I close by? I don't know what the traffic situation Let's is in San Diego. Let's say you live in San Diego, walking distance to the ballpark. Oh, walking distance. I'd be there all the time. Because like in San Francisco, for instance, there are beautiful apartment buildings right by that stadium. I could see you being like a yuppie, living in one of those apartment buildings, sauntering to the ballpark a couple of days a week. Yeah, you know where I'm not going to live? Near the City Field or Yankee Stadium. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> me neither. That or would by, never. Or by work. Yeah, that would never happen. <laughs> That's true. Then, I could see you as a San Diegoite. Oh, I could see that as well, Jerry. <laughs> Just enjoying the sun. You like Spring Lake? Enjoy San Diego. Yeah, oh, I would love San Diego. Uh, Sam Darnold. Already this guy, Jerry. I love the guy already. He Already, he's only two days after he's drafted by the Jets. He's in a New Jersey children's hospital visiting children. Good for him. What is a better move than that? That's a great move. That hurts nobody. That does nothing but help your reputation and everything follows. That is a tremendous move. I agree. Good for him. I thought that was very cool. And then uh, one of the newspapers, I think Mark Canazaro. Canazaro. Canazaro of the New York Post. <laughs> yes. Quickly dialed up Mark Sanchez. Well, that was predictable. Because uh, Sam Darnold, USC, Mark Sanchez, USC. Here's two things you knew was going to happen. Someone was going to contact Mark Sanchez, and God knows someone had to contact Bill Parcells. Right. <laughs> so, And guess what? Both happened. Yeah. Bill Parcells said, this kid looks like he wants to win games. Well, thank goodness, uh, Bill Parcells. <laughs> he doesn't look like a loser. Yeah. 
Uh, the Mark Sanchez thing, the part that interested me, first of all, Mark Sanchez in the article uh, appeared to be surprised that people were dialing his phone. I don't know why. Then they go like this. Uh, Mark Sanchez was busy with his 17-month-old baby. Nice. And all I could think about is, you don't work anymore. How are you having a baby? <laughs> He's made a lot of money, out. You think he has? Yes. Mark Sanchez? Yes. Has he made hundreds of millions of dollars? No. Oh. But has he made a lot of money? Sure he has. That's all I was thinking about was like I'll bet that you. he is, has a new baby. I said, what is it? He doesn't have uh, – he hasn't been like a starting quarterback in years. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that he hasn't made money, and it also doesn't mean that he won't make money in the future on broadcasting so or something. He must have saved his money, Jerry, is what you're saying. I mean, he made $2 million last year with the Bears. $2 million? $2 million. All right. So That's maybe he's living good. in a small home. You want to know what he is? Let's see. I'm trying like, to find out. Does he have out. health insurance? I, I don't. These are the questions as I was Mark, reading this article. Oh, all right. So give me a, just give me a guess. Hey, I, <laughs> What's as a baby I said, cost? He, he hasn't made hundreds of million. We get that. What do you think Mark Sanchez has made in his career? Nine million dollars. And is he even, excuse me? Nine million dollars. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, how much does a baby cost? Seems like a lot. <laughs> Why did you just go a little higher than nine million dollars and be real? For I a really second? had no. I would guess legitimately that Mark Sanchez made nine million dollars. Mark Sanchez made seventy-four million dollars in his career. Oh, all right. So now, he did could he afford. retire? No, right? Because he's still on it. He he. Uh, he'll get a. He'll he's get a free now, job. but he's got a, a four-game suspension coming. Right, he'll get a backup job. He yeah. made seventy-four oh. million dollars so far. You said nine. I said nine million. He made. Matter of fact, his. So he probably. Third year with the Jets, he made fourteen and a half million. He probably puts some away for this baby that he has now. Again with the baby, good to go. I think he'll be able to afford a baby. He's had a good career. I think one of the reasons why I never had a baby was I always felt like I was going to be fired, and then how was I going to pay for a baby? Well, this you is why I don't understand. Why, why buy a new car? How are you going to pay for the car? Why buy a house? How are you going to pay for the house? A baby, a, a new car is like twenty four grand. A new baby. Yeah, but you deal My with goodness. it. goodness. Yeah, listen, they do enough to freak you out. You know what the cost of a baby is in its lifetime? You know, $3 million. Okay. Every time I, I mean, hear. Whatever. You a, deal with it. Of a Monzo's ra- got six of them. I know. Every time I hear of a radio person having a baby, I'm like, are they aware of this business? <laughs> they know? You deal with it. What goes on you here? You can always go get a job, Al. I know what we do really isn't a job. I right. do agree with that. It's more of a responsibility and a commitment to be here every day. So who wants to go you get a job? I'm loaded, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he could afford a baby. He could afford six of them. Then that is um, true. I didn't ask you if you uh, – I sent this sound. Eddie has it if you don't have it uh, – if you don't have it in nice little doses, but a, a former Eagles kicker, David, I have it on the list. I'm not playing it. <clears throat> I, I want to play it just, it just for this purpose. I'm not playing it. Uh, former Eagles kicker, David Akers. The don't new play thing, it, Eddie. the new thing now, I'm going to mock him, Jerry. The new thing now is to wherever the, uh, the city where the draft is, you bring one of the enemies to yell right. at the crowd. Drew Pearson did it last year. Yes, Drew Pe- Pearson it did it last year in uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. So this year, David Akers came out and Let- he was, he was going to give uh, Cowboys fans. Let me just say this before he plays it. Yeah. I don't want to play it. I wouldn't play it. Eddie's got it. He'll play it. I watched it the other day. Uh, yeah. I watched it yesterday. It is funny. It's funny, but it is funny. he comes out trying to be this guy who's going to talk trash, but his voice <laughs> no, that's it doesn't you're, match. I thought you were going to say he's a kicker. He sounds like a, a hey, Eddie, if you would give me a few moments of that. What's up, Dad? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
I like standing up here before you as an undrafted free agent. That's fine. Representing that shield for 15 years. Tonight, I'm representing the Philadelphia Eagles. NFC East <laughs> champs. Divisional champs. I know. NFC All right, that's good. But I get hey. enough. I do get your point, though. Did you see uh, that quarterback <laughs> of yours, Boomer? Meanwhile, he threw some interceptions. Uh, the How many great, times did you speak like that? The great part, though, at the end of it, he said, uh, hey, Cowboy fans, the last time you were in a Super I know, Bowl, I know. They these, born. these draft picks weren't even it's born a good yet. line. That was good. It's a good line. But I, I actually didn't even notice the voice until you pointed it out. I really thought you were going to go, oh, he's a kicker. Shut up. And I guess Drew uh, Pearson started that, fought that battle. He did. Yeah, he did last year. And David Akers finished it off. And there was one other one. I would take a break. There was one other one from the weekend where they said someone went all, I forget, was it Justin Tuck? And like online, they were like, Justin Tuck goes WWF on the. No, he didn't. It was terrible. Yeah, I thought the headline was, I watched it. I'm like, I felt like an idiot for actually taking the bait and watching it. It was nothing. He didn't do anything wrong. And then that parrot that was supposed to make the Buccaneer kick. I picked the did not go well. Hi, Johnny. Why did you think it would? It got flummoxed. Flummoxed. Didn't know what to say. It's a bird. It was a bird, and it did not work out. This portion sponsored by Orkin. Every home is unique. That's why Orkin relies on the latest science to get rid of pests. Visit Orkin.com today. Orkin Pest Control down to a science. We're back in a moment. Boomer and Geo at the top here on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top. Sunday night baseball saw the Yankees beat the Angels 2-1. Gary Sanchez, the home run. CC Sabathia, when he wasn't screaming at Angel Hernandez, threw seven innings for the win. Yanks have won nine straight. Mets easy in San Diego with the win. Cavaliers beat the Pacers as they take game seven. What do you got? I saw over the weekend, uh, I thought it was a done deal, the way initial reports came out, that Jason Witten was retiring and taking the Monday Night Football have, job. Yeah, I have not seen this official announcement yet. Have you? No, but then uh, this morning when I came in, I was reading up on it a little more, and now they say there are multiple broadcast offers. Boy, I can't wait to watch games just because he's announcing them. And the Cowboys ah. are trying to beg him to come back. I really was hoping and thought he was coming back for one more season. And one I actually, more year. I thought he even said he had one more year left yes. in him about a month ago. Yes. So I nothing's official yet. I saw that go down, I guess, Friday or Saturday, and I was surprised by the news. So we'll see. If he wants to get into Bro- I mean, enough, by the way. You got Aikman out there. You got Romo out there. And right. Witten out there. Yeah, I don't like when guys it's go. It's kind of like the former Bengals. I don't like when they go right from the field to the well, booth. Well, there's you. Who else? Salma Wilcott. Chris Collinsworth. Chris Collinsworth. Oh. Anthony Munoz. Sam, I didn't know Munoz did it. Yep, Sam Weish until you know somebody messed with his vocal cord. Right, got it. You don't like when they go right from the field to the no. But well, A Rod's very Why good not? at it. I don't know. Give Shut it a up, couple Al. years. I did that. Go away for a little bit, then we'll want you back. You know yeah, what I hate? I hate when producers have their own shows oh, and podcasts. That's what about what I twelve? Hate. What if it's only twelve minutes? Uh, <laughs> and then Josh Rosen, who looks kind of swarmy. <laughs> Yes, snarky, he, does. Snarky. he looks like a villain. Yes. Swarmy, snarky, yes, the douchey. Whole thing. <laughs> he does. Yeah. So he revised his uh, nine. What did he say? It was uh, nine, nine mistakes. People, yeah. He revised it to just the three mistakes, the three quarterbacks. And then he had a backtrack a little. He goes, "Oh, this was a blessing in disguise. I get to go to the Cardinals. <laughs> I'm a douche." <laughs> Ready to go on the fan. New 
Mike Francesa is coming back home to the fan tomorrow. And he'll be here every Monday through Friday.